So what do you got cooking this weekend, huh? Put your head between your legs in the brace position and get ready for another week of bats hitting balls. Balls through nets and off rackets with coaches blowing up and referees entering the witness protection program. Sit back, relax and enjoy what Triple M modestly calls the Weekend Legends. Good morning and thanks for joining us. My name is Chris Gale and sadly, Andrew Rose, I have no NRL game results to give you. Oh, that's sad. Well, what happened in the grand final though? I can't remember. Uh, who knows? But what did happen overnight was the Australia's Prime Minister's 13 men and women's took on Fiji over in Suva. Yeah, how'd they go? Win for the boys, 52 points to 10. Easy. And the girls got up 22 points to 14. Now, there was reports that Australian Prime Minister Scott Morrison, a.k.a. ScoMo, oh, no. was running the water. Really? What advice do you think he was giving to the players out oh, there? Yeah. How about spending some time down in Cronulla, eh? The Sharkies, I'll get you some nice property, yeah. Thankfully, there wasn't a repeat of the double falcon where the Roosters trainer's head got in the way of a Raiders try last weekend at ANZ Stadium. What do you think of my ScoMo impersonation? <laughs> Terrible. Pretty good. Now, there's good news for rugby league fans because the World Cup NRL 9s is on next weekend, October 18, 19 at Bankwest Stadium. Footy! We're going to preview it with Jason Nightingale and George Illawarra. Great, and we've got tickets to give away. We're also going to look at the Rugby World Cup. It seems like the Wallabies and England are set for a clash coming up, but there's a natural disaster. A hurricane's coming through the World Cup, and we're going to talk about how that affects everything over there. It's a super typhoon. There's going to be a head-to-head pressure test where you can get a chance to win a Karcher high-pressure cleaner. Oh, nice. And but up next... Next, the NRL fan fallout, grand final performances, and who had a worse week, JT or the Canberra Raiders? Ooh, tough one. We'll tell you <laughs> next. It's the Weekend Legends on Triple M. Like copping a weekend to the plums. Triple M's Weekend Legends. With Chris and Rose, and we the legends are in NRL 2019 season hangover. We mm. miss it so much. Mm. But following the grand final, there's been a bit of fan fallout, Chris. There's been lots of fallout after the grand final, Lachlan. It wasn't just the Canberra Raiders who had a tough weekend, was it, Rose? No, I think uh, a lot of people had a pretty tough weekend after that grand final. <laughs> I, was a lucky, I was lucky enough to be there. Yeah, the what at- was that like? Well, it was very much a pro Raiders crowd. Oh, yeah? The atmosphere was really intense, just like the game. Did that come through the television where you were sitting on your couch yeah, yet again? I was sitting on my couch, very comfortable after a great UFC event. Can I ask this? What happened to the Roosters fans drowning out the clap? Uh, that didn't really happen. Yeah, I no, it didn't happen at all. The clap was fantastic. Very audible. <laughs> did they get involved? I, I, yeah, they I, enjoyed it. I tell you what they did do was they uh, <laughs> roundly booed when Jack Whiten was nom- nom- or announced as the Clive Churchill medalist. Oh, and what a debacle. Ricky Stewart subsequently described those fans as wombats, <laughs> which I think is an insult to wombats everywhere. Yeah. Now, the Raiders did suffer through a couple of really tough calls. Mm-hmm. The standout one, of course, was the six again. I don't think we need to go through it again, but... No. It's only sad for me that referee Ben Cummins will be remembered for that rather than his great quote of rubbish on the face this season. Yeah, I think I think everyone's talked about that six again call, and, and you're right, we don't need to go into it. What annoys me is that it gives people reasons to have excuses, right? Yeah. Like, oh, we lost because of that. No, you didn't. I don't think that call cost the Raiders the game. They had enough possession and field position to win. Yep. They were brave and resilient, but ultimately unsuccessful. You had an extra man for 10 minutes. Where were the points? Now, all sorts of other people and things had trouble during the grand final. I mean, to me, One Republic with the pregame entertainment, oh. the, the rig court fire. To me, they're a poor man's Coldplay. Uh, listen, they're a poor man's Imagine Dragons who are a poor man's Coldplay. So it's not happening. But listen, no, they should ban ballots. From the grand final. Yeah, yeah where's the vibe in I that? Don't, I don't care. It's almost a poison chalice now to be asked to do an AFL or NRL grand final, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's like supporting a, a huge band. No one wants to hear you. They just want to see the main event. They, they keep adding, don't just ask Billy Idol and Meatloaf. Ask Richie Sambora from Bon Jovi <laughs> oh, how it goes for you. Stop it. Now, poor old Ryan James from the Gold Coast Titans, who, let's face it, have had a shocking year. <laughs> uh, had a little bit of trouble with the welcome to country, but I think he's okay. Uh, ScoMo had some nice words for him. 
And Brian Brown, the actor, said, mate, we all forget our lines. He, he, just, he, he just stopped and said, I'm lost. That's human. It was one of the most human moments in the entire intro. Everyone smiled. He, he brought up the uh, the spirits in that moment. I thought it was great. And then Nat Bass brought it home with the anthem. I love Natalie Oh uh, yeah, yeah, you're a big Bassingthwaite <laughs> guy. Now, it was a very tough night for the tech person who had told Jared Rurya Hargraves that he'd won the Clive okay. Churchill medal. What happened there? And then had to tell him that he hadn't. Why? Well, there was a problem with the app. So there were three judges, Mal Meninga, Laurie Daly, and Darren Lockyer, okay. and they all had to fill in their app. This is already a bad idea. But this is such a true thing. When you're out there at the ANZ in the grand final, you can't get through. You know, I'm trying to post on Facebook yeah. some hilarious comments. Yeah. But the network is down. Lockie's network was down, so his vote wasn't in. So that only counted two of the three votes. If you have judges, have them there at which, the game. Which is why, well, you think the three of them could get together, couldn't right, you? Right, yeah, yeah, especially at the grand final. I'll meet you there. You know. If you do get to see the footage, you know, uh, Frank Pulitua tells uh, Greenberg, who goes up to James Bracey on the mic and goes, it's white, and, and then it's like the domino principle. Yeah. As Greenberg, with a bit of a smirk, tells Luke Rickerson from the Roosters, who's immediately furious. It's like the funniest uh, Chinese whispers I've ever seen. It's getting, making its way down the line of representatives. Brad Clay thinks it's a joke. Yeah. He's just surprised. And then Wayne Pierce is just shocked. Yeah, but congratulations to Whiten for winning best <laughs> player. Tough night for Jonathan Thurston. Not only oh. did he fail to kick for a million dollars at exactly the same place where he missed that conversion to win the grand final yeah. in 2015. This was PTSD writ large, right? He's, he's a tough kick. He's dirty. He can't even get a photo with a lovely lady who won the big check. Because he was filthy. He kept <laughs> saying, I'm so filthy. Mad. And then he got hammered by Robbo in the post-match interview about the six again call. Yeah, I mean, what are you going to do, really? Poor, poor JT. But it's really the fans that suffered. If I was at the Super Bowl, I can see the likes of Prince... <laughs> The Who, Janet Jackson, Justin Timberlake put on the entertainment. The NRL offered us the JT kick at a big piece of material with holes in it. (laughs) It's pretty entertaining. Followed by a passing comp into the back of a ute and the grid kept falling over, which meant that, A, Daryl Braithwaite singing the horses was too late, so the players had to run on. This is the most un-Australian thing I've ever seen. This is the biggest outrage in rugby league. Forget about JT. Forget about the six again. Forget about who's won Clive Churchill. The fact that they didn't put horses being sung by an entire crowd. There we go. Listen to this. I'm, how did Channel 9, how do you not put this on television? It's un-Australian. It's like cutting away from the anthem. It wasn't the sixth again that broke the internet. It was the outrage that, that no one got to see Daryl on TV. Oh. Personally, along with Sweet Caroline and You're the Voice, I'd ban that song. Oh, stop it. There's it's... always fan fallout in rugby league. Can't wait for 2020 to see what we're complaining about next. A show that combines our two great loves, The Weekend and Working half assed Triple M's Weekend Legends. With Chris and Rose to take you through to 12 o'clock. Uh, last night, Australia 27 beat Georgia 8 in the Rugby World Cup to book their spot in the quarterfinal, Chris. They have have Lachlan, and they will be playing England in the quarterfinals. The quarterfinals are almost locked down, Rose. There's mm-hmm. one spot up for grabs, and it's the home nation Japan playing Scotland tomorrow in Yokohama. Mm-hmm. Now, Come on, the, my Scottish brethren. Now, if Japan or Scotland win, yeah. either goes through. But if it gets washed out and there's a no result, and that's already happened to England, France, and Italy, New Zealand, yeah. as a result of this impending super typhoon. Uh, uh, is it typhoon Hagabus? Yeah, super typhoon Hagabus. Okay then Japan will go through. So I think the organisers, bizarrely, who will be upset by the impact the weather's having on their tournament, are praying for rain to see Japan in the quarters. Yeah, but also, I, I, you know, I'm from a Scottish family. I want to see Scotland get through and, and beat the home team. But So you were saying that Italy now... What do you mean? The brave blossoms, mate. They, they are the world's sweethearts in rugby union Have right now. Have you had a look at me? I am covered head to toe in red hair. I'm a Scottish man, okay? I no. go for Scotland. Dear, oh dear. Listen, I, I'm a little bit weird about the whole Italy don't get to play yes. the All Blacks thing because... You know, 
like the, like Italy were quoted as saying, give us a chance to lose. Let us lose the game in, on the game. Because they would have lost. But there are yeah, three, <laughs> three great Italian rugby greats who are retiring. Yeah. I can't name any of them. No. But they all wanted a chance to go out on their own terms as their coach says, not go out on the training paddock. You don't want to, you don't want to, yeah, you don't want to go out because there's a, a hurricane on the, a typhoon on the way, excuse me. It's a weird situation. Super Typhoon Hagabus is creating havoc. I believe the Japanese Grand Prix is in danger of being cancelled completely. Far out. Potentially up to 5 million people will be evacuated. Mm. And the Aussies are not whizzing home from Suzuka Stadium to Tokyo to, to play the quarterfinals. They're on a bus. They're on a bus. How a bus is safer in a typhoon than a bullet train, I don't oh, know. But anyway. Geez, all right. <laughs> now, natural disasters in sport don't generally go together well. No, they don't mix very well. <laughs> so, sometimes it's just, it's kind of fun. I mean, everybody remembers Sharknado on that Monday night with the uh, yeah. sharks taking on the rabbits down at Points Bet Stadium. Was some serious rain. And there was Chooknado in the Anzac Day, against, day game against the Dragons a few years ago. They're off for about an hour. That's the first time I've ever seen a game like delayed like that on live television. Like They actually had to just stop and show close-ups of the rain for 20 minutes. <laughs> Way back in 2000, the West Tigers took on the Canberra Raiders in the snow. No one remembers that. <laughs> well, famously, <laughs> what's, what's mainly remembered from that was Sean Garlick was doing the sideline commentating and this kid threw a snowball and oh, pegged him. Got him. Good shot. I do remember that the Tigers <laughs> lost. Some of it's funny, like bee swarms in cricket, you yeah. know, when they all hit the deck. Hit the deck, yeah, yeah, yeah. When lightning hits at a football game and everyone hits the deck. That's sometimes less funny because sometimes the lightning hits the players. Oh, whatever, side effect, it's still funny. Again, <laughs> weather was a massive impact in New Orleans on the downside of Hurricane, Hurricane Katrina. Yeah, yeah. The New Orleans Saints and the Hornets had to play their seasons in <laughs> completely different cities. Let's not forget that hurricane that swept through Philadelphia after Eagles won the Super Bowl called the Philadelphia Fans. They just absolutely <laughs> destroyed the entire city. <laughs> of course, the New Orleans Hornets, as a result of so much water, to change their name to the Pelicans, which yeah, makes right. sense. Yeah, right. Great. But sometimes it's really serious. And if we go all the way back to 1989 at the World Series, the Oakland A's were playing the San Francisco Giants at Candlestick Park, and this happened. And he fails to get Dave Parker at second base, so the Oakland A's take... Take... I'll tell you what, we're having and that was an earthquake in the middle of a baseball game. That voice there is the famous It's a Miracle voice, Al Michaels from the ABC network. Yeah. Mm. And he came back. It's eerie. I had a look at this yesterday, and there was just a blank screen with World Series written on it. And his original pitch was, well, you're going to have to struggle to top that as an opener to a World Series game. And they were a bit lighthearted because they didn't realize how serious yeah, the impact yeah. was on the city. Sure. People died. Uh, great destruction and uh, sort of changed the face of American sport in a way. Did they play on? Not that day, no. Right, okay, no, right, in fact, right. they cancelled the probably about three or four days before they went well, back to the World Series. An earthquake just hit the city, so I guess that takes So sense. we wish everybody in Japan all the best, yeah. and we hope the World Cup goes ahead fairly seamlessly from here and that Japan makes the quarterfinals. Hopefully there's no more interruptions for the Rugby World Cup. But up next, the Nines are at Bankwest Stadium next week, the World Cup Nines. And we've got Jason Nightingale on the line to chat, th- chat us through it. Nice. Next, you're on the Weekend Legends, Triple M. This show is definitely on the weekend. Whether these guys are legends may be debatable. Triple M's Weekend Legends. Yes, you're back on the Weekend Legends with Chris and Rose. And we're so excited that Rugby League continues. Next weekend, the 18th and 19th at Bank West, we have the inaugural World Cup Nines. Guys, it's, it, Rugby League doesn't end. There is never a Rugby League off-season. <laughs> and we need to talk about this World Cup Nines because it's an exciting new concept at an exciting new ground. And to take us through what we're going to look forward to is perennial St. George Illawarra superstar, mm. happily retired now, Jason Nightingale. Jason, good morning. Hey, lads. Thanks for having me. Look, mate, there's 10 men's teams and four women's teams running around representing their countries, but of course there'll be a lot of interest on the Australians. Now, they've opted for the likes of Josh Adokar, 
Clint Gutherson, Kalen Ponga, Ryan Pappenhausen. Shouldn't the Aussies have gone for some speed players? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I think that that uh, opens up a probably an opportunity for big boys um, that are mobile, obviously. And um, yeah, that that'll be so exciting to see those guys. But I think uh, I reckon there's a, there's an opportunity for teams that have mobile big fellas to to really um, take on those sort of players that are just going to light it light it up out wide. That's interesting you say that because Tom Burgess has been representing for England and he's been saying there is a role for the big forwards. Speed of play the ball, get a big body in defence and target the small guys one-on-one. How do you counter the big guys then? Um, it, well, the, the hard thing is numbers in tackles is mm, how, you, right. how you usually do it in the NRL. So um, that's the sort of thing that you can yeah, get numbers in tackles and, and uh, that's the only way to stop it. But then being able to make sure that the, there isn't a fast play the ball because when you do commit the amount of numbers that you'll need to a tackle, Obviously, opportunities uh, open up for outside guys, and I think that's why um, it will be such a big thing in the tournament. Uh, we're talking about the Auckland Nines, Force and George, in NZ. How different is the Nines game besides the obvious fatigue stuff for you? Yeah, very different. Um, it's a whole whole new dynamic, a whole different um, you know, what strategies that you have to implement, and, and, and different game plans. Um, it, it's a lot. It's a lot more fun, uh, a lot more intense. You, you don't really think that you can gas yourself out in a minute, but you certainly can. And, and nine <laughs> minutes can can feel more like forty um, sometimes. So, yeah, it's it's a great concept and really fun atmosphere and and competition to be part of. I suppose. I love hearing that footy can be fun. Yeah, yeah. Also, challenge you to gas yourself out in a minute. I can do it in twenty seconds. Don't <laughs> don't challenge me or something like that. Uh, Jason, we're currently, you know, air of the weekend legends. We like to call this the hope phase of rugby league. You know, the season's over. The Raiders fans have calmed down a little bit, and we're looking towards next year. What kind of hope can you give us for the Dragons next year? Well, yeah, the, the, I think the hope phase is alive for everyone, and I think it's, you know, um, sort of definitely a blessing for our club that that season's <laughs> behind us, and um, the reviews are being undertaken. So, um, yeah, we're still trying to figure out the exact sort of hope we're in the cell, but I think that the, the key for us is, yeah, we had a lot of expectation because of the squad we had. That squad hasn't changed a great deal, and um, obviously it underperformed um, you know, due to multiple sort of things, but I think that's, that's a, it's an opportunity to reset, and uh, the bounce back is, is a big thing and a, a very strong thing in rugby league. Oh, that, thank you, man. I really appreciate that. Producer Lachlan's going to sleep better tonight. He's a big Dragons fan. He needed that. <laughs> And, and Jason, you're famously running Flow Espresso, your coffee shop down in Cogra. Uh, now, there was a big review of the Dragons in the off-season. Has a certain Gus Gould been dropping in for a latte? Ooh. <laughs> no, he, he doesn't leave the Shire, that guy. Except when he's, in he's, he's a post, post-box special in uh, Lily Philly. That's, that's, that's where he hangs. So. And can I just ask, soy, almond, turmeric lattes, is the world going Ooh. coffee crazy? <laughs> Oh, look, I've been a snob for years, and uh, hence, hence the reason of a little um, journey into the industry. So, um, no, not in my opinion. More variations. <laughs> the better. The more challenging for a barista, but um, the more happy customers, the better. Well, all you Dragons fans, get down to Flow Espresso and say hello to Jason, and get out to the World Cup Nines next week, Bankwest yeah. Stadium, October 18, 19. Jason Nightingale, thanks so much for your time. No worries. Thanks for having me, guys. Friend of the show, Jason Nightingale. What a nice guy. Yeah, you can hear his kids in the background there. Lovely guy. Typical Saturday morning. And we want to get you off to the Downer Rugby League World Cup Nines next week, Friday the 18th and Saturday the 19th of October at Bankwest Stadium with a family pass for both days. One triple three five three right now for your chance to win. Don't miss out on a weekend of fast-paced, free-flowing international football at the Downer Rugby League World Cup Nines. Show your pride. Head to NRL dot com slash tickets. There's more weekend legends right after this here on Triple M. Not sure if it's the show you'd give ten out of ten. 
But these guys do high-five each other a lot. So high-five. Triple M's Weekend Legends. With Chris and Rosen. Congratulations to Justin, who's picked himself up a family pass to the Nines. Oh, nice. Awesome. Don't miss out on a weekend full of fast-paced, free-flowing international football at the Downer Rugby League World Cup Nines. Show your pride. Head to nrl.com slash tickets. Matty Warburg is going to be joining us in the studio a little bit later. Rose, are you going to keep a cool lid? I know there's yeah, a bit of yeah, look, tension between you. Professional wrestler Matty Warburg, also from Survivor. We don't get along, but we're going to be professional and be nice in the studio. But I've got some things to ask him, Chris. I, I can't wait to have Matty in. He's such a great guy. Yeah, whatever. But let's let's focus on Sydney right now, and the NBL is about to kick off. The Kings campaign underway. They're taking on the Adelaide 36ers at Kudos Bank Arena today at 5 p.m. Guys, you're very excited for oh, that start. So pumped! Great to have the NBL back, Lachlan. The the Kings had a first up win against the Cairns Taipans last weekend up in Cairns, so they are looking to go two and zero. Rose, you might be heading out there. I, I'm definitely heading out there. It's the first home game of the year, and and this is the first team I ever supported when I was a kid. The Kings, I love them. How good is the matchup going to be between new Kings point guard Casper Ware, freshly minted from the Melbourne United squad? Yep. They won the championship back in 2018. And he takes on Kings discard Jerome Randall. Yeah, for those who uh, haven't been following, the star point guard in NBL, the best point guard in the game, was playing for Melbourne United, won titles with him, and we poached him. If you can't beat him, sign him. That's what we say at the Kings. And we have Casper Ware on our team now, and our old point guard now plays for Adelaide. So it should be an interesting uh, standoff, I think. For long-standing Kings fans, they'll be excited that Rodney the Voice Overby is back as the game announcer? I mean, yeah, he's an icon of the team, but I miss Eric. Eric, the announcer for the Kings, has been amazing the last, like, what, five, six years? Where's Eric? I'm sure he's around somewhere. Oh, Eric, I Shout out to you. Eric. I love you. A couple of faces to watch. Deshaun Tate was magnificent in the final quarter for the Kings yes. against Cairns last weekend, and hopefully he's had lower back soreness, which... I always have lower yeah. back soreness at this also, time of the weekend. Um, that big tall centre is pretty good for us. What's his name yeah. again? You're talking about Andrew Bogut, of oh, course. Oh, that's but, right, Bogut. Yeah. But <laughs> lower back soreness with Didi Lazada. He's our Brazilian import. He was a second-round pick in the NBA draft, nice. came in, coming 35th overall. So he's was out for the first game, hopefully back today. Has a few language issues. So apparently he's working hard on his Duolingo and flashcards so he can understand what Coach Will Weaver is saying. Lost me completely. I have no <laughs> idea what's going on. I'm holding up a card. <laughs> oh, yeah, Your go- name is Rose. Oh, right. Go Kings. Yeah, cool. <laughs> now, you mentioned Andrew Bogut. Andrew Bogut, he's just such an addition for the NBL. I mean, to see a guy go from the NBL to the NBA Finals and come back again is it, incredible. It's a new era for Australian basketball. We've never seen that before. And in typical Bogut fashion, he's written a very frank article in the Daily Telegraph this morning. <laughs> okay. He said that the Kings needed to pr- improve aspects of their organizational culture. Mm. He said it's not a knock on Andrew Gaze, but Andrew Gaze was probably not authoritative enough. Right. And he says what he likes about the new coach, Will Weaver, who's an assistant coach for, for the Boomers and coached in the NBA Development League. Will Weaver. Will Weaver, the dream weaver, as we like to call him, is that he's really focusing on developing Sydney-based players. So they've announced a development squad of kids in Sydney. All right. And they get to come and hang out with the Kings and train and see what their values are yep. with a view to getting them back. and. The first sign of that is Craig Moller. If you go out there or watch it on telly today, the guy with the dreads, yep. he's been brought back to Sydney. Okay. We see a real Sydney movement happening here with it's the Kings. Yeah. Get behind them. Oh, so you're saying I can uh, get a chance to get on the Kings, can I, if I can just get through this development? Thing? No chance uh, in hell. Okay. Good luck to the Sydney Kings as they start their NBL campaign today against the Adelaide 36ers at Kudos Bank Arena, 5 p.m. Make sure you're behind them. But up next, our favourite part of the week, our pressure test. We're going to do a head-to-head pressure test. one triple three five three. if you'd like to play for your chance to win a Karcher high-pressure washer. And we're going to do it next. It's the Weekend Legends on Triple M. It's the radio equivalent of chowing down on a bacon and egg roll at your kids' under six soccer. Triple M's Weekend Legends. With Chris and Rose. And it's time to do this thanks to Karcher. Pressure. 
Yes, the under pressure test. What we're going to do this week, we've got two contestants, and they're going to go head-to-head, Chris. I like We like a head-to-head battle, right? That's additional pressure, Rose. Yeah, okay, exactly. Right, so let's go to We need to Karcher our... to sort this out. <laughs> High pressure. Let's go to our two contestants. First, let's start with Josh. Josh, who's your footy team? I'm a bunny supporter. Bunny. Oh, bunny. All right, we've got Josh the bunny. And then Mark, who's your footy team, Mark? Mighty, mighty roosters, my oh, God. Bunnies Well, roosters. congratulations, Josh, on your win. <laughs> no, no, we've got to play the game. Now, guys, your buzzer's going to be your name. Can we just quickly get a buzzer from you, Josh? Josh. Okay, and Mark? Mark. But beautiful. Oh, look, what great buzzers. They're ready to go. Okay, here we go, boys. We're going to do the Karcher pressure test. Here we go. First question. Jump in with your name. What event has caused Rugby World Cup matches to be cancelled this Mark, week? Josh. Mark. I heard Mark, yep. yes. Typhoon. Yes, one up to Mark. Boys, this is best of five, so you've got to get the three answers here. You know I'm a purist, Rose. Super Typhoon Hagibus was the full answer, okay, but we'll no, accept no. Typhoon. This is why you're not running the competition. All right, let's go to the second question. Mark's up by one. Chris, you're keeping score. Jack Whiten won the Clive Churchill medal. Who was told they will Mark. win? Josh. Oh, Mark's getting in there, Mark. Jared Maria Hardway. Oh, Mark. Josh. Should he have won it, Mark? <sighs> Stop it. <laughs> I'm in the Roosters fans. Okay, come on. I, I believe in Josh. I believe in you, Josh. Here we Thanks, go. Mark. Third question. Who did Sydney FC play last night in their Mark. opening A-League match? Mark. Oh, Mark got in again. Mark's getting in really early. Go on, Mark. They played Adelaide United. Oh, Mark's the winner. Wins the catcher. Sorry, Josh. I was team Josh the whole way. The Roosters are unstoppable right now. Well done, Mark. Oh, congratulations. Congratulations Mark. to Mark. You have won a catcher high-pressure washer. Thanks to Karcher. Life's most satisfying clean. We'll get that off to you. Oh, Josh. Ro- Rose, I hope you're okay. Up next, after 11 o'clock, we're going to have Matty Wahlberg in studio. Yep. And things could get a little bit heated. No, Stick around for that. The Weekend Legends on Triple M.